Hi, you're listening to Yeah, It Can't Be Good, a rewatch podcast of the sci fi original series Eureka. Let's get started. Hey, it's Doug with the TV Guide Synopsis. Season 3, Episode 17 The arrival of an Arctic ice core causes the temperature to drop in Eureka on Dr. Tess Fontana's first day of managing global dynamics, and Taggart resurfaces. First aired September 11, 2009, directed by Joe Morton. Written by creators Andrew Cosby and Jamie Paglia. Teleplay by Charles Grant Craig and Bruce Miller. Story by Joe Binder Weiss and Constance M. Burge. Thanks, Doug. Hi, this is Vicki, and we're back for Season 3, Episode 17, Have a Nice Day. I'm here with my co-host, Kim. Hello. How you doing? Oh, wonderful. <laughs> Living that dream. So... In this episode, this is Tess's first day as head of GD, and there's a little bit of Allison, I guess, being nervous about, you know, you know how you get when you Mm -hmm. leave your job, you want to make sure everybody knows everything that you're doing. So she's on the computer with Tess, and Tess seems to think she has everything under control, although she's only been there, what, 10 minutes? Mm -hmm. Don't forget the quarterly reviews are due this Thursday. So I'll make sure Fargo has the proper documentation. With Henry away at NASA, you will be in charge of the senior staff meeting. And uh, watch out for Burke, because if she starts talking about her weekend... We'll be ordering dinner in, I got it. <laughs> good, good. Um, oh, uh, don't forget, make sure that... Al, would you trust me? I mean, look, I know this is kind of my first day and everything, but I'm thinking I got everything under control. Yeah, okay, I'm sorry. <laughs> Just... I really appreciate you filling in for me at GD. GD's going to be fine. Now, would you go be a mom already? All right, I can take a hint. (laughs) Bye. So back at the Smart House, Carter finds Zoe looking into colleges. We find out that she's a junior. Well, don't juniors look into colleges around here? I mean, I don't think that's early, right? No, but... Don't you start looking when you're a junior? Yeah, but she said back... At that school, she's behind. She's behind right. because they start looking them, looking at them in uh, like grammar school. Oh, okay. Like way ahead. Okay, I get it. Yeah, they so they started a couple years before that. Mm-hmm. There's some kind of test, SCAT. I forget what it stands for, but it's kind of one of those tests that you take that tells you what career. Do I remember taking something like that in grammar school? We some did. weird test. We did. We did, huh? Mm-hmm. It's just like they do in the army or any other place to figure out where you're best suited at. What your skills are. But why did we do it in grammar school? Um, I think that was to get us ready for what we're going to take in high school. Because you had your business, you had your nurses. Remember they had right. the um, the little nurses program. Allied Health. Allied that's Health, right. yeah. yeah. That's right. So that got you ready for whatever you were going to become later on. I kind of remember it, but I have no idea. Mine was always business or... I don't even have any idea what mine said. I think mine was mostly business. I never knew it was never going to be in the medical field. Oh, I think back then I would have never thought in the medical field because I was afraid of everything and everything was... (laughs) (laughs) I thought everything was gross. Mm, I I have no idea what mine said. That's weird. So anyway, she took this SCAT test to see... She thinks it's going to tell her what field of medicine she's going to go into. Right. So she's waiting for the results. Carter seems a little surprised because I guess he didn't think he'd be losing her that quickly, you know? Right, or thinking about college, she would be thinking about something serious because of her past. True, but see, she's only got two more years and she's mm. gone. I don't know how many years they have been there. I mean, I know how many seasons, but I don't know what that was in years. 
I can't remember how old she was when she got there. Yeah, she got Alice's baby to raise. <laughs> Carter and Joe are out on the road putting up some kind of road tape because there's an important delivery coming. I thought that was cool. It was, but I don't really understand. They just did like a four-foot patch of it, and then what yeah. was it blocking? I don't really understand. I don't what they know were doing. why they needed two people, anyways. <laughs> well, they didn't because he said, "What are you doing here? Mm-hmm. You don't even like doing this." But Joe was excited because Zane was coming back. And apparently whatever this delivery was, that was Zane's project. Mm. So they wonder why they're standing on the road and what delivery is coming. And this giant long truck comes by. That was cool. It was. (laughs) Even DC was watching and he's like, a train. (laughs) Because it was long. (laughs) She asks Carter about Tess. And... Zoe earlier asked Carter about Tess, so he's like, why is everybody asking me about this? So, uh, what about you and Tess? Have you guys um, exchanged keys yet? Uh, no. No, I mean, we're... Somebody's asking me that today. (laughs) Back at Cafe Diem, Zoe gets the results of her aptitude or whatever kind of test it was. But instead of a doctor, it said she should be working in robotics. And Lucas seems to be very happy about that. Yeah, because they could go to school together. Yes, and I almost thought, although it didn't turn out that way, but he was pushing it. I almost thought that he had something to do with the results, but I did Mm. because he was pushing it so much. Mm. Because, you know, he's a little needy. Mm. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, we don't see much of him anymore, but, Mm. you know, from earlier on, he's a little needy. He's pushing it, and she doesn't want to have anything to do with it. Joe visits Zane in the lab, and... (laughs) He's very standoffish, and he just spends his time staring at this clear tube. Yeah. I thought that was a little odd. It was. Couldn't they have him do something more important than staring mm-hmm. at Or even if he didn't touch it and just stare <laughs> at it. I mean, because you could get into deep thought of just staring at something that paid the world no mind, but to keep on twirling it, that's kind of in his hand. I'd rather have him just stare at something. Yeah, it was like he was examining it, but it was mm-hmm. a glass tube. Mm-hmm. You know, she tries to talk to him, and he just says he's busy, and he has a stone face with no expression. Tess brings Carter down to see this delivery because they need security. There's security issues and blah, blah, blah. And this thing goes on forever, and it's an ice core. And the way she explains it is it's the longest one that's ever been dug up or removed. or Mm. Apparently, each line, like a tree will show a different era of life in the Arctic. Mm-hmm. Right? Yeah. That's it. It's sort of like the rings on a tree you're supposed to be able to... Yeah, because if they do core even in the Earth, you got certain ones where you got the dinosaurs, you got certain plant life, you got certain mammals, and it goes and goes and goes. Right. So apparently this is a big, big find. hmm And they're really excited about it. So apparently Zane developed a system to get it to GD in that giant truck. And then a figure comes slowly walking out of the truck, and it's Taggart. And you know what? I love him, and but I totally didn't remember that we hadn't seen him in so long. Yeah. It's been a long time. I don't like his accent. I think that's what it is, too. I don't remember that he actually left. I mean, he says he left, mm-hmm. but I don't remember anybody saying he actually left or anybody mentioning that he was no, gone. No, they didn't. They didn't. So... He's been gone a long time. Carter is very happy to see him.
him and Joe are kind of awkward. Even Fargo was happy to see him. Well, him and Fargo were friends. Yeah. But him and Joe, it's it's awkward between them. Joe asks Zane if he's cold because he's not wearing a coat and Taggart has all these animal skins and all this other stuff. <laughs> Fargo says he's wearing Petrotech. Does that sound right? Which is <laughs> which is some kind of insulation for the cold. Fargo also says that all of GD is insulated with the stuff and most of the buildings down in the town. Taggart gives Tess paperwork for the Russian security officer because he has to sign the court over to GD. I think his name is Yuri. But he has a list of security issues that he wants Carter to make sure Mm -hmm. are in place before he signs off. Taggart's telling stories at Cafe Diem. Joe comes in, and we find out that Mm. he left two years ago. (laughs) (laughs) And he didn't say goodbye to Joe. So apparently they've been together for two years, Joe and Zane. Well, they were together before, because before he was gone, right. they used to be together. And that's why he's saying, that, that's why he didn't say goodbye, because her and Zane were together. But it doesn't seem like it's been two years, that no. he's been gone even. Right. But apparently it's two years. I can't remember what's the last episode we saw him in either. Was it the party? Wasn't there a gala? I'm trying to remember. The one Joe got dressed up in. Remember she wore the dress? Right. Because weren't they dancing or something? Maybe, but I'm trying to think, was that the last one we saw him in? I don't even know. No, I can't even remember now. I can remember. Yeah, I can't even remember now. Taggart, and I don't think he was talking about Zane because he was jealous. I think he thinks something's not right with him. Yeah, because something wasn't right with him. Right, because he said he was odd. He was very friendly at first, and then all of a sudden, nothing. Mm-hmm. It, it's like that stone face. He looks like a zombie Yeah, uh, walking around. So Joe again tries to talk to Zane and gets the cold shoulder. She Mm. thinks Zane is going to be jealous because she was talking to Tagger and he Mm. couldn't care less. He's Mm. just staring in a mirror. mirror. That one I can relate to because I'm like, okay, that looks better than something of him having his hand. Like a glass. Stare at the glass of water. Yeah, because he's just sitting there staring and it's weird. Yuri, the Russian official, is making Jack jump through hoops. Jack and Joe talk about Zane. Joe doesn't understand what's happening, but Carter thinks it's because Zane had to spend so much time with Taggart (laughs) (laughs) that he needs to unwind or decompress or something. So Yuri wants the core measured precisely. Carter goes to tell Zane and Taggart, and he finds Taggart frozen in a block of ice. Taggart said the ice attacked him like it wrapped itself around him. Mm -hmm. So Carter checks the lab, and ice is growing everywhere. Carter finds black streaks in the ice. Zane won't even help. He just says the system's fine and it's not his problem. There's a problem somewhere, but it's not his problem. It's, there's nothing wrong with this system. So back at Cafe Diem or wherever they were, Lucas gets Zoe a robotics kit. And she's not interested, but he keeps pressuring her. So Taggart tells Joe that he was wrong and he wants to be friends. And that seems fine with both of them. He also says the black streaks are evidence of an incredibly fast grow, growing, incredibly, like the ice is growing incredibly fast. Um, and it's spreading all over GD. Tess wouldn't believe that, or was it Carter that wouldn't believe it? Somebody wouldn't believe it. And they turn around in the whole, like... I thought it was Tess. Why yeah. did I think it was her? It probably was because she doesn't believe anything. Mm. There's ice all over the uh, lobby mm. in the middle of GD. That's the other thing. Take a clip. Because they're in one part of the room, and there's the ice coming in through the window. But right next to the window, there's an elevator that seems to not be affecting anybody in the elevator. 
Only the people in front. Right in front, yeah. So I'm going to the, the windows by the elevator. Why did an elevator freeze and nobody shiver? But and everybody here is moving back. Because normally you will run right off, off and, and get out. Yeah, yeah. I'm going okay. <laughs> Surprised I'm even noticing these things. Well, that's good. You're supposed mm. to be noticing. It's <laughs> so Yuri's been out shopping, and he really doesn't seem as concerned about the ice as he should be. Jack thinks that he's just pretty much stalling so he could stay in Eureka and shop and have donuts and <laughs> what pastries or whatever else he's getting. So Taggart's still trying to study the ice and Tess just freaks out, screaming. Well, considering we've only been about this for a few hours, I'd say we're making great strides. The only thing making strides is this ice. <laughs> Cheers to focus on the negatives. Oh, there's a positive? What's the positive? The elevator shafts are filling with ice, okay? I'm using iridium blowtorches to melt frozen doors because my scientists are trapped inside Section 3. So I would love to hear something positive. That was kind of funny because you never really see people screaming like that. Mm. People get aggravated there, but they don't seem to like lose it like that. (laughs) But it's your first day and everything's going wrong. So Tess says everybody's talking to everybody. It's, it was kind of weird the way she worded that. Mm. You know, she's telling everybody to figure it out, and they're all talking to each other, which gives Carter the idea that maybe they should be talking to the person who's not talking, which is Zane. So Zane, they're trying to talk to him, but he won't answer questions. Both Joe and Carter are sure something serious is happening. Tess says that ice crystals are growing inside his body. So just like the ice that's growing all over Eureka, as soon as they get rid of it, it's going to grow back. And they don't know why it's affecting Zane and not anybody else. Taggart finds a fungus in the core, and Yuri doesn't want them to cut into the core. Carter confronts him about his shopping and his (laughs) stalling, and he lets them cut into the core because the ice has taken over the town. Zane puts his suit on because he knows he's going to die if he doesn't help them fix it. And he's going to go help while he's still out of his zombie phase. Because <laughs> he knows that's going to come back. He has his Petra tech suit on, but he's freezing. Tess says it's because he has the ice inside. But Jack realizes, and I don't know what made him think about it, but he realizes that, oh, because the suit's made of that and the walls are made of yeah. that. Or insulated by that. Everywhere that is, is freezing. Mm-hmm. The town, okay. the roads. Right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So he thinks that might be the problem. And like we said, uh, Fargo said the whole town is p- pretty much made. Mm-hmm. And Zoe calls from Cafe Diem and they're trapped there and they're freezing. Taggart says it's close to mutating, which can cause another ice age because mm-hmm. it could spread. Just keep spreading out mm-hmm. of Eureka. They know how to kill it. And I don't know how they know how to kill it. Mm-hmm. I didn't understand how they're going to kill yeah. it. But... They have to get it into every wall and every area in Eureka. And if you remember earlier, while Jack was um, going through all the safety protocols, one of the safety protocols told him he had some kind of vacuum thing in the pipes in the walls that send things. Oh, because they had the ball. Right. Yeah. Right. And I I completely didn't even write that down because I thought it meant nothing. Mm -hmm. But Mm -hmm. apparently it did because that's how they're going to get whatever they're sending through the walls to kill the ice mm-hmm. through all the town. So Taggart and, and I think it was Carter, because I can remember him screaming on the bobsled, right? Yeah, it was the two of them, yeah, because yes. he said, I got a way to get there, <laughs> yes. and he's got the bobsled so, team. Yeah, yep. <laughs> so Taggart and Carter go to Cafe Diem by dog sled, mm-hmm. and they were freezing. 
But Zoe realizes that the refrigerator is 40 degrees, Mm -hmm. which is not freezing. Mm -hmm. So she gets everybody into the refrigerator. Fortunately, they figure out where they went. Mm -hmm. Once all the ice and stuff goes away, they break them out of the freezer. Um, Oh, no. They broke them out before. And Carter has to break the ice for to get them out of the freezer. Uh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Right. And then he opens the emergency pneumatic communication tube. <laughs> that was the name of it. I should write these down at the beginning. Mm-hmm. At Cafe Diem, they send whatever they have to send through and all the ice starts to mm-hmm. melt. And Zane is cured. Joe and Zane make up. Zane apologizes to Taggart. It wasn't his fault. I don't know what he's apologizing right. for. Joe kind of goes nuts on him <laughs> when he's in the hospital. It's not his fault. And she knows it's not his fault. Right, yeah. But she kind of goes nuts on him that it's not his fault that all her boyfriends were freaks. Right. It's That's true. That's <laughs> true. It's, it's the women in us. She kind of goes nuts on the poor mm-hmm. guy. He's lying in the hospital bed and she's beating the crap out of his mm-hmm. pillow and <laughs> yelling at him. No worry, guys. That's sometimes what we do. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I know. but Don't take it personally. <laughs> Sometimes Joe, I think, is unreasonable. Mm-hmm. Like the stupid fights that they have. Yeah. Her yeah. and Zane. They're mostly her fault. Because she just takes everything. Though. Everything. I mean, I take things the wrong way. Mm-hmm. I'm the queen of taking things the wrong way. <laughs> but she takes everything the wrong way. Mm-hmm. And every time that comes up, skip pieces. Mm-hmm. But you have to understand, she's insane. <laughs> <Yep>. <laughs> but I think she does take almost mm-hmm. everything the yeah. wrong way. Even if there's no way anyone in the world would take it that way. She's got to dig to take it the wrong way, and she still does. Zoe finally gets her robot to work, but then Lucas starts to feel bad that he's pushing her because it was her idea that saved them all, Mm -hmm. which I don't know what what has to do with anything. That doesn't mean she needs to be a doctor. That means she's smarter than him. Not the rest of the crew. And so, but he does feel bad that he was pushing her and... So he says, you know, she should go back to med school. Mm-hmm. He talks her into going to med school. And Lucas also says he has an internship with Henry at GD, which is not in the field that he's supposed to be right. working in, mm-hmm. but it's an internship. Carter and Tess have dinner, and apparently Tess spends the night, because Zoe gave him her permission. Yeah. <laughs> I don't want to be talking with this with you. <laughs> and that's pretty much the end of this episode, too. Did we miss anything? I don't think so. I think that's about it. Because I don't even think we see Allison after that either, right? No, we saw Allison she, just at the on, beginning. You're right, in the computer. Mm. Well, she's on maternity leave. Mm. But she's still she in the probably, town. Yeah, but she's probably really on maternity leave because she was really pregnant right? Yeah, at the time. So she might... But even being pregnant and still in real life, you think she would have been, you know, what's going on? It's cold. <laughs> true. <laughs> you would think, yes, that's true. The, the director of GD would be calling somebody saying, Why is there ice growing? That's the ice in the trees. It'll be 90 degrees. Maybe they blocked her calls because mm-hmm. it's Tessa's first day and yeah. she felt bad enough. Mm-hmm. That's true. I didn't even think of that. Mm-hmm. And actually, I don't really think Zane was gone too many episodes. They made it seem like he was gone for a couple months. Mm. But I don't think he's been gone that long. Yeah, so that's it. So we're almost at the end of the third season. I'm kind of excited for you to start watching the fourth season. I want to see what you think. Okay, cool. (laughs)
I'll do it when I get home. That everybody else, like Doug Granley, watched the whole series once. It was a long time ago. Mm. And he binge watched it. So he doesn't remember a lot. But he does remember the fourth season. Oh, okay. And right. Skip and I watched it a million times. Mm. And yes, I do remember the fourth season. Okay. So I'm kind of interested to see what you think or how you react. Uh, okay, it could be a doozy, huh? <laughs> I don't want to give too much away, but yeah, it, it is. It's it's okay. different. But yeah, I'm glad we have a first-time watcher because I want to see your reaction because I remember what my reaction was. Okay. All right, so we will be back next week for episode 42. I guess it's the finale, actually. This oh, okay. Season 3 finale. So we'll see you then. Bye. Bye. Yeah, looks like things have warmed up around here. Yeah. I figured, um, I'm... Sorry for the way I was acting the last few weeks. Ah, no worries. You want yourself, that's all. Yeah, well, thanks for bringing me back. My pleasure, mate. It's worth it to see this one smiling again. So, ready to get back to work? We've got a few centuries of history to defrost and study. What do you say, mate? You'll have to get started without me. I think I owe someone a proper alum. Okay, DC, tell us what's next. Join us next time for season three, episode 18. What goes around comes around. Bye! Please remember to follow us on our Facebook page. Yeah, that can't be good. At facebook.com backslash Eureka Rewatch. Or on Twitter at Eureka Rewatch. Links to information discussed during our podcasts will be added to our website at EurekaRewatch.com. You can also listen to our podcast on Podbean. If you'd like to send us an email, please email us at EurekaRewatch at gmail. We would love to hear from you. And we're now also available on Google Play.